is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio here at the Star in Frisco. Rob Phillips hosting for the great Bill Jones today. Brian brought us across the table from me. Mickey Spagnola to my right. Happy Thursday to everybody. How are you gents doing today? Doing well. Doing great. well. Yep. Cowboys practicing inside on this Thursday. A cloudy day here in Frisco, Texas. And the New York Jets are up next, 325 p.m. kickoff Central Time at the Meadowlands this Sunday. And we're going to continue breaking up down that matchup over the next 45 minutes. If you want to give us a call, 888-855-2297 is the number. We've talked to quite a bit of Jets so far this week. Um, We can continue looking at some of those key matchups. I know, Brian, you've identified three key guys to watch yeah any of those really strike your fancy that the Cowboys got to pay attention to this week yeah you know I to me I always worry about a guy like Le'Veon Bell and I know Mickey's been absolutely right talking about the struggles with their offensive line their inability to really run the football but you just worry about a player with that kind of ability not only Maybe he pops one through there, and all of a sudden they get a little momentum. Maybe they throw him the ball in the flat, and you don't tackle very well. Maybe they get down in the red zone and they flip it to him, and you know, on a on one of those uh, misdirection flip plays, and he runs in. You know, those are the kinds of things. He's he is a better back than what you saw with Aaron Jones. The problem is their offensive line is not as good as the Green Bay Packers. That worries me a little bit. Maybe they get him going. Maybe the Cowboys don't tackle well again. Maybe they don't get off blocks well enough. Maybe they don't do the fundamental things that they've been needing to do to win these games that they just don't. They don't execute well enough, and then there's a problem right there because then you've got a quarterback that's willing to make some throws down the field. He'll use Jamison Crowder on some of this stuff. It's a matchup I wrote about today with him and and, uh, Anthony Brown. But, yeah, I worry about Le'Veon Bell getting some things going from their offense, getting their quarterback back, and then putting a little pressure on the Cowboys that way. Let's see if the, if the Jets can block up front. They've had a huge problems doing that. If they can, then this game will be a lot closer than it should be. Mick, Le'Veon Bell, been, he's been their guy on offense, both in terms of probably – schemed that way and a bailout guy in the passing game as well yeah i mean i i kind of worry more about dumping off passes to him yeah getting them out in space yeah uh because they're having trouble on their offensive line like brian said they they've changed up a little uh i saw where alex lewis was taken over for assembly uh who's have he didn't practice yesterday he's been out with a shoulder injury they, right they you i don't know how to say the guy's name adoga Yep. Uh, took over for Brandon Shell. So they've got changes going on that offensive line, but and I didn't realize that we were talking about them giving up twenty three sacks. Uh and I don't know, you know, how much this has been on Falk. He got sacked ten times last week. Yeah. He got hit sixteen times. Yeah. Not good. So no wonder the guy threw two interceptions. You got that team five, next week, by the way, Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, and had five passes defense. Yeah. One worry at a time. Yeah, right? exactly. Uh, but yeah, if, I mean, if they can't block any better than that, so 
you know, he's now with Darnold there, maybe that, you know, you get a different dimension at quarterback and you can't concentrate so much on stopping the run um, because they haven't been able to run the football. No, they've loaded yeah. up against Even them. with him. Yeah. yeah absolutely. So it's almost like, you know, with, with that guy in there, it's like, okay, you can beat us, go ahead and beat us, but that guy ain't going to beat me. And yeah. I think it's a different story with Darnold. Yeah. You mentioned some of their injuries up front. What does the Cowboys' injury report look like as they get back to practice today? Well, neither neither tackle is expected to play. So Cam left and or practice or play. Oh, to pra- I mean play pra- and practice. Yeah, today. practice Thank today. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then uh, you know you got Cam left and Brandon Knight right. I still think they their original thought was for. Tyron Smith to practice tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see if he no. Does. I totally agree with you on that. If Nick. he does that, yeah. then he plays on Sunday. Right. And it sounded like uh, if he plays on Sunday, that Cam Fleming's the right tackle, the way the head coach was talking. Mickey's absolutely right here. He's absolutely right. The plan all along, I believe, was to give to give him uh, give Tyron Smith a couple of days to continue to rehab rest, heal up on the ankle, work with Britt Brown, and then get him out there on Friday. A little bit shorter practice, you know, about 30 minutes shorter than they normally go. Get him going, get him off his feet, but play him at left tackle. So the questions that we had for Jason Garrett in the walk-off were talking about what would be the situation at right tackle. And he identified, Mickey, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, he identified Cam Fleming as his swing tackle. So even though Cam Fleming play has been practicing all week at left tackle, then if Collins does not go, which I don't think he's going to go, then Cam Fleming is going to be your right tackle. Now, that's, uh, that's his job. He's got to know the right side. He's got to know the left side. But, they, but in practice, even when they were all healthy, Cam Fleming goes in there and plays reps. For, for Collins at right tackle. He gets to work with Zach Martin over there. He gets to work last week. He got work with, with Connor Williams. So as a swing tackle, you have to be able to play both sides, and you have to be able to, you know, when you say, okay, I'm, I'm left tackle today. I've got to think about my left tackle plays. When I'm right tackle, I've got to know those sides of the plays too. My, my footwork's different. My angles are different. My eyes are different. So these are all things you have to flip your brain to do and that's why he has the gig as the right as the swing tackle because he's capable of doing those things. And he mentioned that last week that he gets work in practice even when he both does. tackles are healthy. He does, and that's where experience comes in with him, right? Over a Brandon Knight, the right. fact that he's played. I think he, I mean, we've talked about the Super Bowl and all that. He played right tackle. I'm not saying that again. Mickey gave me the death stare when I did it last time. I kind of did that for you. I, I just you hope, love that. I, I just hope. <laughs> I just hope his results are different. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's you know, I was asked this morning on one of five three which guy would I go with I agree with what you know the concerns that Mickey has I mean he's not wrong about about Cam Fleming and some of the the chaos that comes with him when he blocks it doesn't look pretty it's not always right it's what, there's pressure there I what mean did Jason Garrett call it ugly production ugly productions yeah. what does yeah. that well, mean that's exactly. what I've been told well, for it, all this time because he said I was told last year if you watch how he does it it's it's not pretty, but sometimes the results he are, is he are makes good. the defender run over him to get to the ball, and so that sometimes it's ugly. He doesn't set his feet well enough. He's not always strong at the point of attack, you know. But the experience and all those things that you want to say, there comes a point in time that you know maybe maybe as the season wears along, if they continue to work with Brandon Knight, that he will then become 
the swing tackle, and they'll flip roles. It's a lot to ask right now of an undrafted young I'm guy. I'm telling you what, they threw that kid. Yeah. They played him at tackle. They've played him at guard. Evidently, they feel like, and Mark Colombo had a big, big hand on this one. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I did not see Brandon Knight making this football team coming out of Oxnard. Well, and then all of a sudden we started hearing, oh, wait a minute now, oh, wait a minute. And then it was, what? And when he did, yeah. and they had some injuries, and, and you're wondering how are they going to get Cedric Wilson up they, in the practice squad, they, they kept still, him. still kept him. Still Says kept a lot. Him. Well, yeah. I think they look at him as a, as, as a futures. I don't think the future's today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, and the fact that he could play guard and tackle. Yeah. Because if you – Brian's right. When he made the team, it was like, seriously? Yeah. After watching him in training camp, he struggled. Yeah. And he wasn't perfect in the game by no means. But no. that's his first – I get it. It's his first. But it was only a quarter and a half. Yeah. And w- now, and what happens when the Jets 65 plays, he's yeah. going to play 65 yeah. plays? Sure, yeah. but when Green Bay knows you're throwing pretty much every time, that's difficult. He hung in there against the Smiths. You know, that's all you can ask for him. You know, yeah. And he got a little confidence doing that. And, you know, Mickey, it's funny you say, you know, maybe the time isn't now. But maybe the time is now. Or it has to be It now. has to be now. Because, you know, you don't want to – if Cam Fleming is, is winning with ugly production, you know, then, okay, I, I see what you're saying there. But maybe the other guy is winning, but he is productive. His technique is good. He's playing with more power. They're getting more from him in the running game, you know. He's showing up. He's not giving up pressures. I think that's the thing I worry about Cam Fleming the most is you just don't know when he's going to give up that one bad play. Or that one, you know, and I guess I need to say that about all those linemen. Connor Williams has the same problem sometimes. When's Connor Williams going to overextend and allow the three technique to get around him and get up in, in the middle of the pocket and cause Dak problems? Mm-hmm. You know, these guys aren't perfect. They aren't perfect. But are you going to take a guy that's, you know, the guy that's a little bit more consistent with his technique, or are you going to take the guy that's winning with ugly production? I that's 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 the debate that they need to have. I love this quote from Demarcus Lawrence yesterday yeah. on the subject of injuries. Yeah. Because you always say, nobody nobody cares. Nobody cares. He said, who cares? You care? Yeah. Be honest. Do you really care? Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares about your feelings. Nobody yeah. cares if you're hurt. Nobody cares if you're broke, rich. Nobody cares. Who cares? Be you. Go to work. I peace. mean, that's straight out of the peace. mouth of peace. <laughs> peace. And he was done. And, he was and, out of there. And, and think about this. Last week... We're doing again this week. Yeah. You spend all week talking about injuries, right? Yeah. Then you go in the game, and the result doesn't come out the way you're expecting. Right. And no one says, well, it's because of injuries, right? right. You got beat. Yeah. yeah, this guy threw three interceptions. Yeah. Uh, this guy didn't run for more than 65 yards. But no one points out that, well, yeah, they were pretty compromised on the offensive line for a qu- more than a quarter of the game. Uh, it, it disappears. Lawrence is right. He's right. You know, we, we talk about the injuries. Let's give the injury report. And then you get to the game and, oh, this guy's not going to play. This guy's not going to play. And then we get the result. And it's like, well, yeah, they lost. What, what are they doing? They didn't play well enough. I think if anybody has a reason to feel sorry for themselves, it's the New York Jets. Mono, of all things, your quarterback yeah. goes down with Mono. Tight end gets suspended. And yeah. it looks like now yeah, he's pulled a hamstring, hamstring and he's not going to play. And he's one of their better players. You know, if there's anybody that should feel sorry for themselves, it's the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. You know, if you Random. look at yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, he hits his thumb and now he's out. And you know what's happening? They've won three straight games with Teddy Bridgewater playing quarterback. So all of a sudden the Saints are like, 
hey, Drew, take it easy. Oh, no, week eight, week eight. No, week ten. No, week eight, I'll be back. Don't forget me. Week, you know, and not that Teddy – but there, there, there comes a certain time where the – you know, I didn't feel sorry for the Saints. I, I mean, I, I was – you know what? If, if you told me that every opponent is going to lose Devontae Adams or Drew Brees and all that, you know, take advantage of that. You know, but then again, you lose Tyron Smith. You know, you you know, you lose guys along the it's, way, and it's tough. And, and Antoine it's tough. Woods for Antoine after three Woods games. is another one. Yeah, and it so, but but you have to play better to compensate for whatever losses you have. The New Orleans Saints have played better with the compensation of Drew for for Drew Brees. Yeah, they've played better. So the Dallas Cowboys. This to me, Rob, is such a fundamental game. This this game coming up is such a fundamental game. And you know, and it's it's not great analysis to say that, but it's true because this team, when it does things the right way, can be very difficult to deal with. When they make mistakes, holding, when they make turnovers or don't, you know, when they make fundamental mistakes, they're not a very good team. They come right back to the team, and that's what a little bit I worry about the Jets. Don't give the Jets any hope in this game. You know, go out there and fundamentally beat them. You're a better football team than them. Find a way to block better. Find a way to throw the ball better. Find a way to catch the ball better. Run the ball better. Tackle better. You know, don't Those, finish the first quarter with zero points. Yeah. See, that to me is that to me is it's such a fundamental thing watching this team play because they could be outstanding when they are when they're on it when they're making mistakes. They're just they're 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 a bad team. You led me right where I wanted to go today. Yeah. And I've got two partial quotes from Zeke yesterday in the locker room he said quote basic small things that the offense has to clean up d law said quote basic fundamentals that they've got to clean up is that what's holding this team back or do you look at this team after two losses and say maybe there's a little bit more than just well they've got to clean it up i mean when they when they don't play clean football is that strictly on them or is there something maybe we're not looking at? I'll, the, the, I'll, I'll yield the balance of my time to the senator from Illinois. Well, <laughs> did they did they play clean against the Saints defensively? Yes. Yeah. Held them no touchdowns. Yeah. Right. And then the next week you give up four. Yeah. To Aaron Jones, by the way. So were you playing clean, or did they come up with a game plan that that fooled you? I don't know. They were running right up the middle. Yeah. But we've seen that before. So it's not like, uh, yeah, just clean it up. Well, sometimes you know, well, they had a better game plan, or you know, am I reading it then? Good enough. I'm reading it then. I, I I stood on the soapbox of the fundamental part of it. You seem to stand on the soapbox of. Well, somebody's figured something out about this run defense because that's where I was going, Mick. Because yeah. because I'm glad those, you said that though. The, that's good. Those guys don't feel like I guarantee you they don't think it's a personnel issue. It's it's we're not doing our job to what Brian said. Well, yeah. why didn't they and, do it? Yeah. Well, I think that's why you have to give some credit Did to the you other team. Suddenly, get I mean, in a game and you start chasing the ball when you're not supposed to chase it, and they can't tell you on the bench quit chasing the ball. Yeah. You know, sometimes they counter your style with their style, and it doesn't work out so well. Did I make it too simplistic, Mickey? Yeah, because I, I just think there's there, there's something else. I mean, you don't go into a playoff game in the second round and then, well, we don't want to play. Yeah. They found something to take advantage of the Cowboy defense. And, and now you gotta you got to adjust and, and shut that down. Because if you're getting up the field and they're running right past you the other way, 
you know, it's sort of like uh, the crowd at the subway station in New York. Yeah. You're going in and they're coming out. Yeah, it's not a good scene. Jason Garrett talked about Monday. He didn't. He wasn't specific, but he said there's certain things guys were trying to do too much. Yeah, you do your that job. Lead, yeah. That leads to the run defense. Is that where he's going? You think? Is it Mickey? Well, if they are, why are they? And why can't you change it in the middle of the game? Change. Tell them no. You're doing too much. You know, hold down the fort. Now, like I don't like know being you, too aggressive if, is where I, I'm if going. You get, if you get sucked into it and just keep doing it and doing it, uh, sometimes you get handled up front too. By the way. I thought they got really handled. But wait, think about this. But they've been what handling you, all those losses. What did you predict this game was? That Green Bay was game was going to be. Yeah, I went. I it went was going to be a high scoring yeah, I felt, game. Yeah, I felt you had a thirty-one twenty-eight. All right, and, yeah. and there was some reason why you yeah, thought the yeah. Packers were going to score twenty-eight points. Right. So didn't think they were going to do it on the ground though, Mickey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but they did. Yeah. And, and and so the downfall in the game was the offense didn't hold up their end of the bargain. Sure. You know, we keep hearing about takeaways and, you know, field position is real. Uh, I, the, I think the punter's back is bothering him. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't punt the way we're no, used to. We, no, we, right? we lost that battle. Is he on the injury report again this week, Chris uh, Jones? I didn't think so. He was limited for a day last week and then was full on yeah, Friday. Yeah, not, he's, not, he's not on there. But, yeah, we, we lost that battle last week. But, but yeah, and, and, you lo- and you lost the kicking battle. Yeah. Kick, kickoffs weren't great. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of things went into the offense not holding up their end of the bargain. If and, they and had, you know, they, they scored 24 even despite three turnovers. Think about if you just had one maybe, you know, and then you kept those two possessions that were going. Yeah. Well, you might have scored 30 points too. They could have won the game. Can I, ask yeah. a, can I ask a question then? Yeah. Is then the offense been the clunker the last two weeks? Somewhat. I, I well, the th- defense. Yeah, I got a tweet yesterday, yesterday that the defense really didn't play well against the Saints because they let it, the Saints control the time of possession. They gave up four field goals. Yeah, they played well. They they had a bad game last week. I don't think they're a bad defense. So that to me, our guy in Vegas hates the bend but don't break defense, right? Well, they need more turnovers. There's no that, question yeah. about that. But I'm interested. Think if me- they think if they had kicked made both field goals. What's the score? Thirty-four thirty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you have a chance for an onside kick at the end of the game. Now, I'm not saying that's going to turn the game around. I don't think anybody's recovered an onside but kick this somehow, year. Somehow, after what did they have at halftime? Three points. Seventeen. No th- points. Seventeen. Nothing. It was, Seventeen. Yeah, nothing. They were, last time they've been shut out was against the Chargers on Thanksgiving. Okay. Oh, that awful stretch without oh, Zeke. So they, years had ago. A, yeah, yeah. so they had a hell of a chance to score 27 points in the second half. Yeah, and they and I ain't buying all this stuff. Well, it was garbage time. The Packers mm. gave up. They didn't give up. No, because there was a possession uh, in the in the fourth quarter. I'm sitting there going, "Why are they throwing the ball? Yeah. They're, they're up by all these points, and and you're still just run the ball. Yeah, kill the clock. Yeah, they but they were worried. Sure, right? Because they saw they could not cover the Cowboys' wide receivers. First five drives of the game, I think they had almost 200 yards of total offense. Dallas did, yeah, and nothing just, to show for we, it. We talked about that after the game, where the drives ended. Green Bay 38, Green Bay 35, Dallas 47. You know, we were kind of going through all that. Sometimes it takes 30-some points to win a game. Yeah. Sometimes it only takes 13. Yeah. And so, they couldn't do that. So did we answer your question about the offense? I don't think so. Holding but... up their end of the bargain? I mean, oh, I, don't, no, I, mean, I, I think me... they would tell you they didn't. I mean, they, they played too sloppy. They had two, three turnovers in the game, five in the last two weeks. I think, it's, I think it's one of those things that it's alarming when we see their best players not playing well. 
when we, we see Van Der Esch missing tackles, when we see Jalen Smith jumping around blocks, not doing his assignment, you know, that, I think that's the thing that concerns me the most. When I watch them, I'm like, man, they, they're better than this. They're, they're, they're a better team than what they're showing right now. And maybe, they're, maybe they fooled me. Maybe they fooled me. But we get, we're a quarter way through the season. You know, they're not going to get any credit if they go out there and beat the Jets. It's going to come down to have to figure out how to do something against Philadelphia. But you better find a way to win this game. So better figure that out first. Zeke said about the offense, we've got to get our edge back. We've just got to play more physical and just do what we do and not make these mistakes. And he pointed to penalties, too. Yeah, it's hard to play physical when you don't have a guy like Tyron Smith in there, too. Yeah. That, that hurts. So you mentioned Van Der Esch. We worried that he's not going to get back in time for this game? At all? Jason said he was feeling better today, but wasn't going to practice. Yeah, today. what do we know what the illness is, Mickey? Other than illness? Yeah. It it's uh I don't know. I, I mean it's, it's I saw him walking around yesterday. Yeah. He obviously didn't practice, but he yeah. was in the building. Yeah. Um we need to figure that out. But, but, anyway. but are they prepared to compensate for him? Yeah, that means that would be Smith, Smith Lee, and Sean Thomas. Lee. Yeah. yeah, Smith Lee Thomas would be out there on that. And then when you go when you go nickel they would, would it be, be Lee and Thomas, or Lee and Thomas, uh, or Smith. Smith is a blitzing. blitzer. Smith is a blitzer. Thomas is a or Lee. Either one is a as a as a, a defender, pass right. defender. Now right. I worry that you don't have you wouldn't have his dynamic plays. He can provide Van Der Esch. Yeah, but as a rusher or Lee can yeah. play the weak side if they yep. want him there. Uh, I don't know if you change it up and, and put Thomas there on the weak. No, I I'm seeing I'm just. Why am I thinking now, Sean Lee? And I'm not saying I just thought the word liability came in my mind, and it's and I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if that's being fair to Sean Lee. I haven't seen Sean Lee. I know he hasn't had a whole lot of chances, but they did. They they last week they did play a little bit more base. We talked about Sean Lee. Did we see Sean Lee make enough plays? We see those Sean Lee plays. Is, am I living in a fantasy world? Believing that Sean Lee's still Sean Lee. Well, I think you made a point um, last week, maybe that he's a guy that needs a lot of snaps to kind of get rolling. I don't, yeah, and that's just not his role anymore. Yeah, but the, the strong side linebackers usually not going to make a lot of plays. But that guy's uncovered. You know, and they said that they can play that defense with him covered up. Yeah, I don't know how much covered up he's been. Yeah. You know, and, and, and so he's taking on block. When you were playing the weak side, the idea is Run. because your right defensive yeah. end is strong and your yeah. your right tackle or the strong the weak side tackle strong that yeah. he's covered up and he's going to go and blocked and you know able to run and make plays. I, I don't think that's the case on the strong side. But hmm. you know what? When they when they when they were in base defense against the run, they were almost more susceptible than when they were in nickel. Mm. You know, I, I just got that perception watching yeah. it because they went two tight ends. They used their fullback, sure. right? Yeah, and they were running the ball. Yeah. See, the thing about it is, would you rather have Sean Lee down low or Jeff Heath? That's what you have to determine right there. You know what I'm saying? Down when you're line of scrimmage, down, yeah. down, down yeah. low. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you if you don't if you if you don't think that Lee can do it anymore, then that means Jeff Heath. That means more nickel. That means put him down there. I, I don't know. I, that to me is. Because I just haven't seen in the plays that, and I, I totally, Mickey's absolutely right the way he explained how the strong side linebacker plays, but I just, I just haven't seen Sean Lee make that one yard tackle or two yeah. yard tackle. You know, 
I just haven't seen it yet. Well, we'll keep an eye on Leighton Van Der Esch, and maybe he can get back to practice on Friday. Let's take a break. 888-855-2297 is the number if you want to join the conversation. We'll be back next on Talking Cowboys. Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay? What's not too Right above the subway! Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the... That's my neighbor! A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's Best Network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation this dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at stetson.com today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Check out free-to-play predictive games in the Dallas Cowboys app to win cash prizes up to $10,000 grand prize. Fans must be 21 or older and logged in to play. Download the app for access on game days at dallascowboys.com slash app. And you got to play every quarter. Every quarter. Don't be like Brian Broaddus and not play every quarter. And me too. I, I had, I had a great I run. I out beforehand. I had I, a great I, run in the first quarter and then didn't play the rest of the time. I learned a lesson. I, I thought it was for the whole, that was I it? did too. I, I did, did too. too. Derek, Derek sent me a message that says, <laughs> you've got to play every quarter. So I will figure out how to do that. So good luck to everybody out there. It seems like a really, it's fun. I mean, I, yeah. I it's the questions, they got to get you a little bit. You know, they got to kind of be careful with Make the questions. Make you think. You know, they make you think a little good. bit. They're good. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like the football team, man. you got to play to the whistle. you got to play the whistle. Otherwise, you don't. They, they don't I know. You only get 10 points. <laughs> they didn't keep my score. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you got zero. First quarter, zero. I had some right, too. But <laughs> it showed zero. But you're always right. <laughs> well, I am. Yeah. Oh, okay. We learned that after the ice bowl. <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to know how many, how many touchdowns they're going to have in the first quarter, right? Uh, you that, are supposed to know that. You are supposed you to are. know that. People will bet on that. I mean, that's yeah. what it's going to come to, right? This is just the precursor. That's why Rob's favorite place is Las Vegas. <laughs> it is not. It is not. Yeah, pretty Rob, soon, pretty Rob, soon, it's going to be Dallas. Rob cannot wait to cover the draft for us in Vegas. I just, I just like seeing the craziness in that place. It is a and summer league basketball is fun yeah, too. Yeah. All right, uh, we went late on the first segment. Let's take a couple phone calls before we break. Uh, Nebby in Maryland, what's up, buddy? You're up first on talking Cowboys. 
Uh, uh, hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Listen, I just want to say that we, we, uh, 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 we had better not take the New York Jets lightly because winless teams are dangerous because they're hungry for a win. So we uh, we've got to focus, execute, uh, 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 make plays, and find a way to win. Take care. Thanks for being patient with me, and have a great week. Bye. Thanks, Nebby. He Nebby's, nailed it. Nebby's listening to my philosophy, huh? Yeah, he got yes. my he got my Xerox blueprint this morning. The more too. you the more yeah. you lose, the closer you are to winning. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. In That's this league, anyway. Yeah. That was what you said on the blueprint yeah, as well? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You cannot take anybody lightly, especially on the road. Yep. Don't. Especially the way you've lost the last two. And you never know what Maybe kind you're of, a desperate team, too. Maybe you <laughs> – and you never know what kind of officiating crew you're going to get. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. One that Mickey doesn't like. Yeah, I'm sure. Mickey looks at the flip card immediately. <laughs> I think instead of wearing a tie on game day, I'm going to start wearing my NFL shield shirt. The official shirt. Wear the I, hat in the press box. That would be great. That would it? be great. Please do that so I can stand up and just start MF in the refs. <laughs> yeah, he kind of does that anyway. I wonder if that. I wonder if that guy got suspended yet. No, Wait, the official. No. Yeah. Yet. No. That no, you can't. You can't do that. To, you can't. Uh, you can't put yourself in the game that way. That reminds me. That's very NBA-ish, right yeah. there. I know that's Rob's game. <laughs> Rob's the NBA guy here, but that's very NBA-ish to put yourself in the game that way. When you get in personal confrontations with, you know, with uh, with coaches, players, that's 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 not the wrong thing. Your your job is to, you you, you take it. You know, that's your you you stand on that sidelines every week. You know, you're, nobody you're not going to make everybody happy over there. But all all Jason Garrett and all these head coaches ask you to do is do your job, and then do, walk walk away. Don't, yeah, you don't yeah. antagonize. That's not your yeah. job. Yeah, that's not at all. You know, and if and if. If you think you made a mistake, you just got to suck it up yeah. and take it. Yep. Absolutely. Abusive language. Yep. All right. Let's go back to the phone lines. James in New York. You're up next on Talking Cowboys. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for taking the call. Sure. 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 Let me guys on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of like the conversation you guys are talking about with what's kind of the issues with the team. You know, I look at this team and, you know, I think every team's got some stuff they got to work on. You know, if you look at the Chiefs, they got offensive line problems. NFC, you know, you got breezes out for the Saints. Cousins with the Vikings is a problem. So a lot of teams have their warts. You know, in the past, the Cowboys at times with the Romo teams would be kind of peaking in October, and then towards after Thanksgiving, they tend to wilt. And you know, we had those games with this one and done playoffs that we fell short in. I my point being is that I'd rather them have these mistakes now in October and have a scheduling, you know. Uh, gift in the sense that you're playing at least a team in the Jets that you can kind of get your mojo back, get your confidence back a little bit before you play, you know, a big game against the Eagles Sunday night in two weeks. Because, you know, if you're dealing with these things in December when you're trying to fight for a playoff, but it doesn't tend to end, it, it tends to really make the team, you know, struggle and, you know, you really don't know what your identity is. And I think this is a time where this team can still figure out its identity and really correct a lot of these things, which are really collectible. I mean, turnovers, 
you know, hey, those are going to happen. You know, you just got to kind of tighten up. And I feel the run defense, if you get Antonio, uh, Antoine Woods back, I think will be at least will be uh, a little bit better um, considering who's been in there since he, since he got hurt. Because, um, you know, you know, you guys are on Twitter a lot. There's like a big pity party with the fans and everybody's just crying about the calls and this. Sure. And I just I just don't feel that way. I mean, you, you know, you're going to get calls. You're going to get calls against you. But at the end of the day, you got to execute. And if this team just executes a little bit better, they're easily a four. They can be four and one or even five and zero oh right now. Sure. No, and and highly capable of doing that. Yeah. But I I I like the attitude. But in the stretch run, it's not as tough if you win the games early. Uh, yeah. Well, you wrote yesterday in your mix. There's shots. no margins of error. No, I mean. Parcells used to say, talk to me after Thanksgiving with what yeah. kind of team I have. But ideally, you wouldn't like to have any of these issues at any point in the season. No. It's, I mean, you don't want to have a stretch where I've got to correct a bunch of fundamental stuff. You, they'll tell you we don't. this shouldn't be happening, period. Not It's not just an early season thing you go through. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're basically, to me, they're one game off schedule. If you told me they had to play the Packers uh, – and the Saints back to back, and one of them was on the road. If I can split those and be four and one, I'd be real happy. I, I just felt like they were going to lose the New Orleans game with Breeze and win the the Packer game. Yeah. I mean, even when Rodgers was playing, I kind of feel like okay, coming back home. But yeah, they they let that Saints game slip away. I mean, they they totally let that one slip away. Even when Bridgewater playing, that's a game you got to go into New Orleans and win. You got to go in there. You got to put pressure on him to make plays. And I, I hate to keep harking back to that, but if you look at the end result, they're going to add them up, and you're going to be one game short or one game to the good, you know, to get you into the playoffs. And I hope it sure doesn't come down to, well, they, you know, like Mickey always likes to talk about that Rams game they lost a couple years ago, <laughs> and he's not wrong. Yeah, you know, but when you look at the end of the day and you're one game short, you're saying, okay, where was it? Oh, well, they remember early in the week. Remember in week four when they lost to the Saints without Drew Brees? Now, yeah, and then, it can but, bite you. But then, what if you get in the tournament and you're like, okay, now you got to go to New Orleans because you lost that game? You know, that's the thing that that's the thing. I'm trying to think of how do I get home games at the end of the season? You know, that's my that's my goal. You know, but if it, uh, you know, you don't want to put yourself in a hole where every week is, you know, you're having to. You know, to me, again, they're all must win, but you know, people then will start saying, "Well, oh, this is must win. This is must win." Well, they they t- turn into that if you don't win enough of them. Yeah, definitely not there yet. But the Eagles now are back in a tie, essentially at the top of the division, so they've got to right the ship here this week. All right, let's take our final break. We've got one more caller holding on the other side here next on Talking Cowboys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. 
To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yep, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep. But please don't. And that's been tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Learn more about the Trooper Soft Coolers at otterbox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice-cool Dr. Pepper roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're dangling above it upside down like a fishing lure in the wind. 23 flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You, you. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. Back to Talking Cowboys. Story about that, but before we get to it, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about Jack's favorite ways to show your face some love. Jack They've got double-duty face moisturizer. Mm. They have clean break oil-free moisturizer. Mm. They also have dry erase calming face cream, not to mention MP10 nourishing oil. Damn right if they do. If you go to getjackblack.com and shop now, you can take care of your face. I need a bucket of everything that you just said, Mickey. I'm out of product at home. When are you going to make this happen for Mickey, us? Mickey, it's, like, it's, it's on the way. You got If we bribe Mickey with a pizza, we might be able to, you know. <laughs> the, products to, to, the, the product's in the mail. If I buy you a New York-style pizza? No, I don't want New York-style yeah, well, pizza. He's going to deep dish you to death. Oh, yeah, you can yeah. buy me the deep dish in yeah, Chicago. Yeah, there you go. Where they know how to make pizza. Ooh. Ooh. That's a, that's a shot right there. That is a shot. I think they're both great, but okay. I'll tell you I'll, what. I'll defer to Chicago New York, Heights. New York pizza could not survive the Chicago winter. <laughs> it would it would just either freeze or flop in yeah, half. Yeah, got to have some thickness to that pizza. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Our buddy Denny in Hawaii. Aloha. What's up, Denny? Aloha. Hey, hey, Rob, I'm going to be in Vegas in 10 days, so. I just love it, man. I don't gamble, but I love the shows. I just love the I scene. swear, I'm trying to send Rob Denny to the the draft show is going to be for those three days, the draft being in Vegas. I'm trying to get Rob on that uh, plane out there for that first day of the draft. I'll have a new baby, yeah, I'm gonna but go, I'm, I'm not going to argue gonna go the, I'm going to go to the draft this year. There you go. There you go. Very nice. What do you got, Denny? Uh, yeah, um, just real quick. Um, 
Uh, sometimes I think the Cowboys have gone away from the, you know, like how one thing we know about Dak that he's really amazing at doing is um, his sleight of hand with the ball and sure. all that. It's like, you know, um, they don't run the jet sweep enough, you know, just to, just to give that illusion of other things. And on the defensive side, um, with Antoine Woods close to coming back, do you think they, they deactivate um, Joe, Joe Jackson and keep Tristan Hill on the what is more important right now, the, the rotation? Because Kerry Hyder and um, Crawford can play both. So which one would be more ideal for for which them to, to keep active between Joe Jackson and um, and uh, Tristan Hill? That's a great and, uh, question. Hang up and thank you guys so much. Yeah. Aloha. Aloha, Danny. Thank you. You know what? I bet that's the final He's, yeah. decision they have to make yeah. on the active roster. I think that they... I think they want to see. They think they continue to want to see what Tristan Hill can do. That that you know maybe they're being a little stubborn about it, but I think that that's where, like Mickey said, I think that's their last decision that they have to make on who to who to activate of those defensive linemen. And you got Crawford now again. Well, Crawford practiced today, Mickey, because he didn't. Was he limited yesterday? I thought he was limited. Let me see. Yeah, yeah he was limited. limited. Yeah, well, and he'll be limited again today. Day, yeah, and, and see, and I'm and and I was kind of asking him. Because he played, he played twenty three snaps. Twenty three, right and I said, was that more or less than you anticipated? He said, probably a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much more they can extend him and keep yeah. him in the game because it's something because they're not deal with. really playing him at defensive end. They're no, playing him at defensive tackle, tackle which yeah. takes more punishment. Yeah. at that, this point, that's why I would say that they would probably go with Hill over Jackson in this one. That just be would be my guess. Because you have Woods coming back, and right. you don't know where exactly his. So you would have Woods, Covington, Crawford, Collins. Right. Am I? I'm not forgetting him. And then depending on Hill. Yeah. Hill, who only played 11 snaps in yeah. the game, and we talked about it. he's had to play a little bit of nose, yeah. which is kind of out of position for him because I don't of think Antoine he's strong enough. enough to play that. No, well, they, not well, they, at all. They envision him they, as a three technique. Yeah, they they absolutely do. Yeah. You know, I, I'll say this about Denny's first part of his question. I would not be surprised at all to see more of a what we saw in the first three weeks of the season as far as an offensive attack. Multiple formations, bunch formations, spread them out, slide of hand, inside handoffs, all that stuff like that. I would not. I think they need to get back to some of that stuff. And I, and I would. I think Kellen Moore realizes that Dak Prescott, as Denny said, is very good as a ball handler. You know, we've seen what the play-action game does. With, but mm-hmm. I think that we'll get back to more of the, the things that we saw before, the pre-snap motions, the bunch formations, the scatter from bunch formations, uh, the, the, the read option stuff, the inside, inside zone stuff. I think that you're going to see more of that. Why, I, think that's, I think that's what they are. Why do you think they got away from it the last two weeks? I, I think, that, I think the, 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 the crowd noise ran them out of it in New Orleans. And, and then they, just the, the fell so and they far fell behind. far behind in the other game. It ran them out of that too. So you got taken out of the run game. So all this sleight of hand, they're yeah, sitting there going, work. "Okay, go ahead and yeah, run it. Yeah. Will you do us a favor?" Yeah. Now, having said that, it's great motion, right? Yeah. Until you snap the ball into the gut of your wide receiver in motion, <laughs> they got saved yeah. by that. Oh, night, they sure right? did. I heard you yelling that. You guys like motion from the press box? When <laughs> Somebody turned around and said, yeah, I sure do. Well, it's like, well, okay, I, well, there's the result. This, I hate to do this to you, Mickey, but from that press box seat, get ready for it. I have a feeling that's gonna, we're going to see some of that this week. B- back to what they were doing the first, the previous three weeks. 
as long as they can as they're long in as a they, situation where they can have balance yeah. and there is a sleight of hand. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the false down 17 nothing. Yeah. And the official doesn't call legal motion because your tight end wasn't set when he had himself on the ground I before still the motion ever I started. I don't understand that one. I, I, I've watched that one a lot, and I can't understand how. It looked like to me that Schultz's hand was on the ground the whole entire time. He never took his hand off the ground. The I only hand I saw go down was, was – uh, Leo Collins. Oh, Collins, yeah. But he was, that's what the offensive linemen do, yeah. right? After they they, yeah, they yeah, go down and yeah, get set. Yeah. Yeah. So did did he have like an illusion there, what he saw? A lot of officials do, Mickey. <laughs> a mirage. There's a mirage out Don't there. Don't make things up. Yeah. Please wear your hat in the press box. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it. They All right. Go over well in New York, too. Yeah, right? yeah probably not. All I'm right. sure the, the commissioner would be sitting in there right with us. Hmm. We are out of time. Appreciate you guys joining us. No, we got two minutes. Well, we've got to let the break get settled in for their show. They only get 45 minutes as well. Why is that? <laughs> because the boss said so. Oh, That's why. Okay. I don't do what the boss says. Well, if they go long, there's no one there. But they're not buttoning up against anybody, right? I'm going to talk till we get our two minutes. Here. I'm going to have a filibuster. <laughs> Again, the, the senator from Illinois is going to filibuster And for the you. mic will be cut off. Thank you guys for joining us. Bill will be back tomorrow. The break is next. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about that?